Hello, and welcome back to Beautifully Naive. It's Teresa here. Thanks for tuning in again. Today, we're listening to part two of my episode with my friend Ben talking about dating. On today's episode, we talk about important things like why do men put pictures of them fishing on their dating profiles? What do they really want from that? We have no idea, so if you have an answer, please let us know. Uh, We also explore this idea that we are judging based on such little information. Are we making good choices? And dating apps are meant to keep us on there, so they're probably ensuring that we don't make great choices or they wouldn't have any people left on them. I hope you enjoy, and if you feel inspired to share, please share with a friend. You can also take a minute to comment, rate, or like our my podcast, and I hope you enjoy this next episode of Beautifully Naive. And then the other thing with online dating is that I've had like, and I would love to hear about you as well, I think there's more of this in in hetero chatting but like totally like I don't know be chatting with someone for a week or two and then meet them and they're totally like flat in person like oh like you were so charismatic by text and then there's nothing in person and I know right away um But I will go on a date, like a first date, at least with pretty much anyone for a coffee or something, because I'm very curious about people. Um, but then the opposite, like I've had conversations that like pretty much even have a relationship arc and we never yep, meet. Absolutely. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. Did You're we just like book. have a relationship and break up before yeah. we ever met? Yeah. Um, okay, well, that? so this is where we get into this, this, the, the more problematic and more emotionally difficult part of online dating. And this, I'm going to give you the, the, the gay perspective, particularly, is that will often happen because it's very easy for men to lose interest or to find something that they think is better. And I'm going to use the word better in the context of metrics that can be measured on an app that have nothing to do with reality, which goes back to your comment about messaging someone you found interesting who you end up finding very boring in real life, or maybe they're not even boring, but the two of you just don't have any physical chemistry at all. Yeah, or like our communication style is very different. Exactly, or Or they have a tick that just bothers the living shit out of you. You know, like... like, (laughs) Or a or breath that exactly exactly. Or they're wearing like a, like <laughs> tie dye like beret, yeah. and you're like, oh well, that is a deal breaker. I gotta go. <laughs> um. <laughs> so the thing is, and going back to this this idea of let's say okay, so so the man who who you know who um, flirted with you at the dog park, let's say, if they're mm-hmm. online, if you find them, you can find out all this information about them before you've actually interacted with them. So it's a weird way Mm -hmm. of like before, before gauging someone's demeanor, their sort of their politeness, the way that they put together, the way that they, everything, like the way they smell, the way they talk, the way they walk, everything that you would, you would, you would sense in reality, you get a resume, like a fact sheet. Be attracted to or unattracted to. You get this weird fact sheet there. And I guess, 
you tell me what it is for, for on straight apps, but on gay apps, it's often like the typical things like their age, their gender, obviously what they're interested in, you know, oftentimes, but, and then it becomes, and this is where gay culture and straight culture start to veer away from each other is gay culture gets very, very specific. It talks about the kind of body type, let's say that they have and the kind of body type that they're interested in they prefer or if they have a preference what kinds of things like um fetishes they're into and stuff like that which i think is often left out in um heterosexual oh yeah that's not in not in the dating ones like maybe there's um, yeah but i think it's a lot less prevalent on the dating apps yeah so i can know a lot about someone before I've even spoken to them. And oftentimes I find that I'll make arbitrary decisions based on those things combined with like two or three photos that have nothing to do with the way I end up feeling about the person once we've talked a little bit online and then even less to do with how I feel about them when I've met them in person. Totally. That's my problem is I think that I'm so like I'm probably turning away lots of opportunities online because, you know, they either don't have anything or they write these three things that they think will be yeah. appealing yeah. that aren't appealing to me, but they're this like whole um, complete picture and you're seeing this yeah. two-dimensional Have you ever been on, um, on yeah, something like OkCupid, for example? So, well, you'll know. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, I've done OkCupid. People can answer like thousands of questions about everything from their religious yeah. views, their financial views, like, um, and things that get like really, really specific. Um, and, and it's funny because I remember I used to work at this office a few years ago and um, my coworkers and I at lunchtime would have a really fun time like <clears throat> answering these questions because they're really big sort of like social dividers. Like some questions would be like, if you're a Democrat, would you be able to date a Republican or vice versa? Or would you be able to do this? Right, yeah. Or oh my, abortion yeah, exactly. rights. Or... Real messed yeah. up, exactly. Like, if you had the chance to move to another planet, like, would you? Or, like, crazy, crazy things <laughs> that don't have much to do with day-to-day life, you know? And it's funny because it's creating this mm-hmm. sort of, this whole other world of dating. And friends of mine who who are in long long-standing relationships some of whom are married who have never had to deal with that are completely like dumbfounded and mesmerized by the fact that some of us are navigating this like it's a whole part of the human experience Mm. they've never had to deal with um yeah and they just don't understand (laughs) well it's so bizarre right it's so like it like it's like this whole can cancel culture thing too right that people plug like swipe right and then if you say one wrong thing yep. you're out of there or like it's so hard to yeah. navigate i'm finding i haven't been on apps for quite a few months now because i'm like i don't it doesn't it's there's zero payoff for me like i i think it's a certain thing's happening and that's not what's happening for the other party that's the thing too and <laughs> so you might be fa- and again not to be really defeatist about everything but you could be falling for someone via messaging i've it's many a times and you have mm-hmm. no idea what's going on on the other side they could be 
messaging you while they're messaging yeah. 10 other people. They could be messaging you while some other guy is coming over. They could be getting back together with their boyfriend or they could be like, literally anything could be going on. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, they could be in an LTR and just be yeah. doing it because they're bored. Like that, I exactly. think is a huge or, thing Or pandemic. you're at home and you're in bed and you have yeah. nothing going on and you're in the mood to have like long ass messages where people, like the other person responds immediately and the other person is out clubbing and they don't have time to do that. But you're reading their tiny little responses to your long messages, not knowing what's going on in their life and you're all kinds of assumptions. Yeah. Sometimes they're right. Sometimes they're wrong. I'm going to yeah. go ahead and assume that most of the time they're wrong. Um, yeah. You can also be yeah. led on by people for a long, long time. People who don't have their sort of emotional shit together in any way, shape or form. Um, who, mm. I mean, I've, I think I've been the victim of that, but I've also, I think, especially when I was younger, done it also. I was trying to sort of, measure oh yeah i I would go with (laughs) i've been like this is what i want this is who i want to be and this is what i want to be doing so i'm going to put that out there but it's not actually where i'm at like (laughs) radical honesty i'm a hot mess can i put that on my dating profile (laughs) and so in in day dating it comes down to you can even say like you can miss out on the opportunity to meet someone that you might really enjoy because they'll say that they're looking for you know a specific type of guy with a specific aesthetic and you're not that and you miss the chance to message them because those qualifiers have sort mm-hmm. of prejudged you. It's like a screening process, which is very, and that's where mm-hmm. it really sucks because it's robotic and it's very, it has not much to do with how people actually make connections. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And oftentimes the reason why those things exist is because they have a bigger emphasis on hookup culture. And this is where I think that yeah. like I'd be interested to hear what your perspective is on this because when it comes to when it comes to men, especially, like that's one thing that is very, very easy. If you just want to have someone come over and spend a few hours with them and then they leave, that has become incredibly easy because if that's what you want and that's what the other person wants, the app will basically communicate that for you in a very forward way. And mm-hmm. I don't, I think that that's rather rare with men and women, I think. Yeah, I think so for sure. I think, yeah, that men, because women don't, and there's so much stigma around women having casual yeah. encounters that we don't want to admit that that's what we want, even if it is what all were yeah. available for. So there is that, like the charade of like, oh, well, no, or like maybe that's not what my ultimate thing is, but why can't I have that right now while I'm waiting? Like, uh, and so, yeah. yeah, the men are like more likely. I've been in many situations where there's a lot of interest, a lot of talk about next time or in the future or da da da, and then nothing happens yeah. after the first encounter. Like, it is essentially a hookup, but there's not transparency around it, which is annoying. Like if, if I knew the information that I would make the choice accordingly, I may have chosen that and I may not have, but there's a lot of misleading that 
I'm getting more savvy to, but certainly when I first started dating, I totally didn't know that that yeah, was, for sure. <laughs> that was a thing. Like, and maybe, you know, they're thinking, well, this woman's in her thirties, like as if she doesn't know, we both know what's happening here, but I right. legitimately didn't. Now I'm like, yeah, if you're talking about that on the first date, well, yeah. or before we even meet or like, Oh, if you invite me over for Netflix and I say, yeah, but I'm not hooking up. You don't really hear that because if I show up at your yeah. house, yeah. your expectation <laughs> yeah. is a certain thing. Right? So, and then, yeah. So it's, it would be, I nice think, I think so, because I think that especially in my experience, that's really, you know, it, it there, there is a learning curve to um, being able to understand and gauge what people's expectations are going to be based on the way they're talking to you mm. and what their profile mm -hmm. looks like. But again, in, in heterosexual mm -hmm. relationships, I think that that's not the case. So for example, give me an estimate of the percentage of men who post just like a shirtless torso picture of them when you, it's probably close to none. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not as Whereas, many. Yeah. <clears throat> Lots of sure, selfies. Sure. So, okay, pictures, pictures of, fish. of fish. Can we just talk about pictures with fish? Holding them from <laughs> the mouth. What is that? that? And and selfies. So there are okay, there so are dead giveaways of how intellectual a conversation you're going to be able to have with people. And unfortunately, unfortunately, sometimes, that. I mean, I don't want to generalize, but like, especially in the interest section, if what you if what you've written is like going out for drinks with friends. And gym, the gym, not fitness or health, but the gym as your interests. Yeah. I'm a little worried. Like you need to be using longer than one word sentences or like these tip, like it's just not enough for me to go on. The more, more well-rounded your profile is, yeah. or if you have a little, a little quip about yourself or something clever, like that's going to go such a long way in me being able mm -hmm. to basically like break the ice with you. Because, because like, exactly. you know, talking about like, talking about like how much you can deadlift, for example, isn't only going to take us so far. <laughs> um, yeah, you need something to launch off of. There's many profiles as well of men where they'll have like four or five pictures, but they're all selfies. Yeah, yeah. Part. Or, and girls do this, I'm going to understand, <laughs> only all pictures in gigantic in groups. Oh, yeah, so you can't tell who it is. <laughs> oh, and by yeah. the way, the fish thing. So I went for a date with yeah. a guy that had a fish picture. And I was like, so I have to ask. <laughs> I'm like, when you put a picture of you holding a fish on a dating profile, is your expectation that you want someone who likes that you fish, like thinks that's a thing, or... Is it that you want someone who wants Ooh, to fish with you? I, I, like, yeah. Is there, you know, like, do you have a thought behind that? Or like, why? Because that's not really a thing for a lot of people. And he was like, no, I was, I would like if somebody would want to go fishing. With Interesting. Like, well, that's a good, well, next time I, I was like, that's a good answer. Because honestly, this is bad, but I'm just going to say it. Whenever I see that, I think in some weird, like, like, 
emotional, mental, like developed human brain way. It's the way, it's the way that person is basically communicating, look, I can like provide for myself and my family and basically like put food on the table. I can kill fish. And I don't know why, but obviously no one would have, it's some kind of like repressed, like instinctual, like, like impulse to survive. Like, <laughs> and I always think it's like, if you think that's gross, it probably won't be a good fit because they're probably pretty outdoorsy. Like, and not like hiking in your yeah. lose outdoorsy, but like, they're probably yeah. going to want you to like. The problem is, what it is, is it's a cliche like, at this point and it's sort of derided widely. And so, therefore, I feel like I would avoid it. One other thing I think that's really funny <laughs> to talk about def- is people who cannot, for the life of them, take a flattering photo of themselves. <laughs> yeah, it, it would be different if it like we'd only been able to take selfies for a year or two, but you should you should have like So yeah, so pictures that look like they were taking right on like a crazer yeah. from like 2004 that have literally like a total of eight <laughs> pixels to them. Or you're like it's you're blurry in them or it's a weird angle. Like if you basically like if you have what Amy Schumer calls an at-risk chin, you should probably not be taking photos from like <laughs> desk height looking up so I can see into your nostrils. Yeah. So okay. I have a theory about this. A lot of times girls have pictures that are shooting yeah. down. Yes. Like they'll hold their arm above their head because that's an angle that a man okay. likes to see a woman at. Sure. If you get what yes. I'm saying. <laughs> Down on your knees. And the guy is the opposite. They o- they often have their camera Looking in their up. crotch, basically, yeah. shooting up yeah. as like a show of dominance. That's very it's it's Ew. a little it's a little disturbing. But I think that <laughs> and that's that's interesting because that's something I had never thought about because again, I don't have to navigate the sort of the pre-assigned roles in Many relationships, right? Exactly. I, I do think that, yeah. like men who are bottoms, for example, will tend to take pictures emphasizing their backs more, and w- men tops will take pictures oh. emphasizing their front more. It even comes down to like okay. you can take pictures that look quote unquote masculine and pictures that look on quote unquote feminine. Again, there's increasing stigma over yep. people who basically try to magnify themselves as, as a man, as a gay man who's straight acting or not straight acting. Increasingly, the rhetoric is you should just be yourself no matter what, and that these things are kind of increasingly looked down upon, which is great. Um, but, but when I started like being on these apps about uh, seven years ago, eight years ago, that was still rather prevalent and there was a lot of um, preferential talk about things that you actually didn't like, which is really bad. You know, now we focus on things that we do want and Mm. you can't really sort of, for example, say that you're not interested in one type of race or in men who are short or tall or fat or skinny. Um, There's ways. Okay. I have seen a little bit of that, but it, yeah, as obvious. Yeah, it's always it's always a little bit more insidious. Like if, yeah, a little bit more if you're big, I'm in not interested. But I do think, at the end of the day, all of those yeah prejudices do exist. 
Yeah. <clears throat> well, and people have preference, right? They, they know what they're attracted to and that's okay. But you know, it, yeah. Being open, yeah. not being so yeah. particular, so rigid or yeah. Racist. Or, yeah prejudice i've also important very interestingly though i've also been i've also been told before that you can't also post pictures of yourself that are too good or too professional looking like let's say like a a headshot like let's say you're an actor and you have headshots if you use that someone a photo Mm -hmm. that's been taken professionally it actually turns a lot of people off from you because they're seeing you in this weird yeah professional lens there's not something it's it 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 doesn't feel genuine or personal or intimate in any kind of way yeah i would agree with that if i've seen like profiles with yeah like professional photography i'm like are you like are you so dedicated to dating that you've done this or do you have these for another reason which is also kind of weird that and flexes right like Making a picture of yourself <laughs> with a $200,000 car or in a private plane. Oh. I'm sure that exists. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I mean, we're, we're talking in Ottawa, and yeah. I feel like there's a limit to that. But in places like Los Angeles and New York, I've been told that that's, that, that is a um, – that it's a turnout, but it does exist. Yeah. You know, that, like, Wall Street Times, for example, mm. will present themselves. Mm. They'll somehow – slide it in that they're very very you know wealthy or powerful or whatever um and that's all that's all by the way very mm-hmm. tied into like s- sexual dynamics for sure um so mm-hmm. so it's part of it but no um for me and this and the other thing too is i'm often sometimes on i'm often on online dating websites or apps for different reasons it'll shift from one day to another which makes it also very hard because you can't assume mm. the other person isn't feeling the same way. So I'll admit that I have sometimes gone on there because yeah. I'm like, I want to try to find a relationship. And other times it's been a lot more superficial one night stand or even just go on like one date or whatever. Um, I think, again, I think that mm-hmm. gay men are in- more honest with that often. I mean, there still are a lot of games being played. But um, so that makes it complicated because on the same app, you have people looking for fundamentally different things. So. Yeah. 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 That's always the way with, I think with the same in hetero that, you know, somebody might say they want a relationship, but then they're flirting and like wanting to sexualize the conversation within three texts. Yeah. And I'm like, Hmm. I've gotten into arguments with people before. I'm like, yeah, I don't really share that kind of information <laughs> until I've met someone. Well, it's really important with me yeah. that I know this person. Da, da, da. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, that's fair enough, but we're obviously not a match. And then they want to keep badgering. And I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm not going to share that with you. I definitely did in the beginning. There could be pictures of me mm-hmm. somewhere mm-hmm. on some internet site, I'm sure. Um, but uh, now yeah. I'm like, yeah. I yeah. Know. I mean... <laughs> If you're asking me what my bikini line looks like and yeah. I haven't even met. Mm, Unless right. you've explicitly really said that that's, you know, that's what you're looking for <laughs> in the interaction. And I guess, yeah. For sure. And I have, but yeah, if, if my 
app says otherwise and yeah. I'm telling you I'm not interested yeah. then. But you know, one of the things that I, that I always notice is, again, this goes back to the metrics, the things that people say about themselves don't often have anything to do with what it is, what, what the conversation is going to end up looking like. So there's a lot of people. Exactly. That's because they put the idealized version, right? Exactly. Like, this is who I want to be. This It's an aspirational thing instead of like, this is where I'm at today. I feel like a bag of shit. Exactly. I just want to talk exactly. to myself. Exactly. The most often, the most okay. prevalent <laughs> time that that happens is when people are rebounding. When they've, they've either yeah. ended something, either are either, um, in a mutual way, or it wasn't a successful uncoupling, you know, the bad breakup or whatever. But so I will, I will have gotten messages from people where the signal gets really confusing because the at the profile says, "I'm only here for chats or for friendships." That's those are other opportunity uh, options. On dating apps, you have things mm. you can say you're only into okay. networking, only into online conversations, only into friendships. Um, and oftentimes you'll get okay. a person that where their profile says that, and then they open with, you know, the pleasantries, hello, how are you, whatever, whatever. And it quickly devolves into sexuated talk, which, but, and then you have to kind of like, mm-hmm. you have to either like be very forward and ask the questions, like, what is it that you're looking for? And actually men do this all the time. Like, what are you that that text in any conversation almost invariably comes up because there's a disconnect between the the tone of the conversation and the profile yeah yeah that happens a lot too i should be more forward about that and i think sometimes people are scared to want a relationship so they put friendship or online chatting and they're open to more, but yeah. they're also afraid of saying, cause that can turn some people off, right? Like, Oh, well, I'm looking for a relationship. Well, you can't really know. No, no, I totally like, get it. I'm someone who has in the so past and still bizarre. to this day kind of struggles with the idea of a relationship. I get very sort of afraid of, of getting locked into something that I might need an exit strategy out of eventually. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And so, Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Like it's a, it is intimidating. I was in a relationship for 21 years and now I'm afraid right. to have a second. Yeah, no, I mean, well, exactly, but <laughs> also that partially has to do with the fact that, well, first of all, it's been such a long time since you've had to be <laughs> on a, on a second date, probably the last on a second date online dating apps didn't even exist. <laughs> well and sure. and i never really dated. exactly we were we were in high school exactly. right so we were just um, together and um yeah so it, it yeah so it's it i guess the, the the conclusion to take away is that it's it, it is formidably complex but like anything else i think that eventually for most people intuition eventually ends up doing the majority of the work for you um, and you develop a little mm-hmm. bit of, a, I think that people who date online have developed a little bit of a, a stronger external shell, a, little bit, a bit of a thicker skin. Um, mm-hmm. well, well, if you have to acknowledge your behavior, that other people yeah. are allowed to have the same behavior as you, that your mood changes, that your intentions change, that you're whatever. And that's not about whoever you're talking to. It's about you. So other people have to be 
given the grace that they yeah. can no, absolutely. swap if they exactly. want to. Um, yeah. I'm just, yeah, I'm thinking now so many of these t- online talks, let's call them online. I wouldn't even call them online relationships, but that would last like a few days or a few months. And sometimes you would meet and sometimes you wouldn't. And there was never any real formal breakup. It would kind of just, I guess, we haven't even gotten right, into the, like the whole conversation out. about ghosting. I feel like ghosting could be a, a, a podcast in of itself. But um, there is a, oh, I think yeah. there is a tendency yeah. towards, I guess, flakiness. That is, that is the result of turning dating a little bit into kind of like shopping. It's a little bit like, I don't know, you want to buy something mm. at like Canadian Tire, but then you go to Walmart and you see it cheaper. Not that the person you're looking for is cheap. Maybe that's a bad, maybe that's a bad no, but exactly. there's there's options, right? And like, if you've had little, like a few texts to you might excite you, but to the other person exactly. might be and I think something to keep them occupied. There's, it has been yeah, said, particularly tell. by psychologists who like look into this, that it's creating a generation of people whose standards are impossibly high and who tend to look at any flaw or any aspect of relationship that isn't working kind of as a deal breaker because they've developed this mentality where if it's not perfect, they can just keep looking as opposed to people who are in these mm-hmm. long-standing relationships who know that it will never be perfect, that there's always things that can be improved upon or yeah. things that will bother you. Um, but that. Yeah. There's compromise, there's negotiation, but there has to be a willingness exactly. to have uncomfortable conversations and with online dating, people won't even text to say, yeah, I'm not interested. Exactly. Nice to meet you. Best of luck. Well, because I like think the, that ghosting thing, the right? reason like, why they do that yeah, is because so when they even... had that happen to them, it actually hurts more. And this is where a lot of people disagree. I don't know if you would agree with this or not, but some people think that ghosting hurts more. And some people think that being formally rejected mm-hmm. is both the right thing to do or you, like, if you're not interested in someone, the right thing to do is to tell them as opposed to just not stop talking to them altogether, but that it also hurts the person more. It hurts their yeah. feelings to be broken up with. Yeah. I usually will say, like, if I go on a date with someone and there was expectation yeah. or talk around a second one, maybe I would, and I don't feel it. I might not say it to their face. But I will send a text after saying like, you know, it was really nice to meet you. I didn't yeah. feel the connection I was looking for. Best of luck. Right. Rather than just not replying. Um, but I haven't yeah. had the same. You also, I think, direction. should give the courtesy of someone if, of waiting you know, at like, least a few hours before telling them I'm not interested after a date. I Oh, my God. One time I went on a date in Cambridge mm-hmm. when I was in school. And <laughs> it was like two train mm-hmm. stops away. So I had to take the, the metro. And we leave the restaurant and it, I mean, it hadn't gone amazingly. I don't think I was, I think I was tired. And I don't think that even if I hadn't been tired, the chemistry had been there. And I kind of knew, but I, I I think I would have been happier just kind of like Mm -hmm. going, walking back home and given and sort of given the time to come to that conclusion myself. We part ways of the restaurant and I'm literally like Mm -hmm. 30 seconds. Okay. Like I'm not even at, the, the the subway station yet which was a block away and i get this like 
a message on the app from this person with like a deluge of reasons. There wasn't a connection or whatever. Like oh. I, it wasn't for me. Like whatever. Like I think we, sh- I think like I won't be interested in a second date or whatever. It, just was, it was like unnecessarily quick. But I feel <laughs> that I, I understand why. I think it's because for the other person, yeah. the longer they, the longer they wait to do it, if they intend on communicating that they're not interested, the more stressed out about it they become. Yeah. But somehow that day, the way that translated, yeah. and I laugh about it now, and I kind of laughed about it then too, because the second after that was done, I went to a party and I forgot about it 15 minutes later. But I was like, wow, he could not wait <laughs> to get the fuck out of that restaurant and be like, <laughs> oh my God, like, I have to run in the opposite direction. <laughs> it was <laughs> so that's why sometimes i do think Ouch. that getting formally formally notified getting a notarized letter saying they want you that f out of their lives can be can be worse <laughs> yeah that that's pretty that's definitely an extreme case yeah um... yeah that was my whole experience two and yeah. a half years living in boston sting, dating sure. in boston was a. Uh, I didn't have a lot of time for it, but whenever I did, it just felt like it was one train wreck after another, a no train wreck. Um, <laughs> Americans are, are. Oh my God. Yeah. American episode are like terrible dates of um, <laughs> superficialized dating. I think they out of more, out of any mm. culture, any country yeah. try to orchestrate or control who they end up with or, or to seek out that whatever they whatever their image of a perfect relationship is, that is my understanding. It mm-hmm. and it has a lot to do with the American sort of sense of individualism, right? Um, but so that was an interesting mm-hmm. comparison between Canada and the U.S. and other parts of the world. So okay, it's definitely yeah, yeah. Mm. so yeah. fascinating. Definitely have to talk again. Of well, course. thank you very much for much coming to talk it. to me about dating. It's so awesome to get a perspective from yeah. a yeah. different community, <laughs> right? Like that it is quite yeah. different. And I always, I always also love hearing your perspective and... and Corey's perspective and other people's perspective because it is mm-hmm. incredibly different. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you had some laughs and feel inspired to maybe give it a go if you've been on the fence. I'm not sure we made it look super appealing, but I know for myself, since I recorded this episode, it inspired me to give it another chance. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed and thank you again for listening to Beautifully Naive.